Hey everyone, before we get started, I just want to talk about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor simply is the perfect place to go if you're trying to start a podcast. First off, free, that's great, but there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super easy to use, super intuitive. Uh, And then once you have that edited, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more places uh, where you listen to podcasts. And when they're distributed, you can start making money from your podcast right away, no minimum listenership, start getting that Anchor money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm right now to get started. Now, the Schooner Pod. Hello and welcome to the Weekend Spread presented by the Schooner Pod. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me, we got Ty. We got Jameson. Uh, Bowden Blake will be uh, uh, clipped in as well as usual. So, crazy week last week. Jameson, congrats. You uh, went, I believe, five and three. Me and Ty went four and four. And Bowden Blake just, uh, you know, you know, capsized. So, very tight race other than Ty, who is pulling away from everyone. But, hey, you and I... Almost, you guys are catching up. My my spread is is decreased, or my hey, lead I, on the pack is decreased. My thing is, I'm just I, every time I have a good week, it's always 500. I've never gone. I have not gone beyond 500 once this year. So just one good year or one good week, and I'm good. But Jameson, how do you how do you feel? Uh, what's your uh, victory speech for uh, this week? Like I said, it's day by day, week by week. You just got to chip away. We've got a long, long season. You know, if I would if I would have just heard Bobby's stupid ass take about the weather in Minnesota, I could have been six and two. And if Boko would have came out of been seven one, I know shoulda woulda coulda, blah blah blah. But Boko, they broke my heart again. They did, and it hurts me yeah. so deep down. It, you know, Boko had thirty points to with BYU, and they couldn't get there. You know, that Boko, just hurts me down. Boko and West Virginia got you. Yeah, West Virginia, you'll take that one moving forward. But Boko, it hurts. That you know, I just need a wild card. Like I said, it. How many weeks have we had thus far, Bobby? This is week eight. Okay, so yeah, I'm one in seven or one in whatever. I've only won once. This this is tough. This Ty, is tough. are you Ty? Are you feeling comfortable on the top, or are you uh, you, you feeling the heat at all? You're you're the only one uh, over five. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna feel the heat until I may maybe have two weeks in a row where I'm below five hundred. I'm fine with five hundred. You know, it, it's it's a push. Uh, you know, and while I'm in the lead. Uh, I'm comfy with it, so I would always like to do better, but I'm I'm sort of trying to chip. I mean, obviously, I'm trying to win. You know, every game, every week, I'm not strategically <laughs> missing ones. Uh, but as long as I stay, you know, in between either breaking even or, or being one or two positive, uh, yeah, I'm I'm good with that. Regardless of what everyone else is at, because you know, just personally, I like to just be you know playing against my myself uh, and taking them. So. Absolutely. I like that. All right. So let's get down to business. Big Ten's back. And uh, Unfortunately. I, I feel like even though that opening week, you know, pretty solid, uh, you know, their marquee matchup of Michigan, um, Minnesota, obviously a bit of a dud. Uh, I feel like a lot of people were looking forward to the second week because of this massive Big Ten matchup. Indiana at Rutgers. Yeah, that's right, folks. Undefeated Indiana and undefeated Rutgers, the Hoosiers, going to East Pecastaway, uh, New Jersey. The Big Ten runs through uh, the Scarlet Knights, folks. Shiano is back. 
uh, dominating <laughs> win in East Lansing. Uh, Hoosiers on their own also massive upset against Penn State. So, uh, guys, are are we excited about uh, you know everyone's favorite Big Ten rivalry of Indiana Rutgers? Why? Why would you put this on the slate? And the people that are listening are like, "Ooh, yes, Indiana Rutgers!" I'm so excited. What the pod's gonna say about this? Ooh, is Bobby gonna pick Rutgers? I know he likes Shiano. I know he likes him. Nobody is excited for this. So let me just go first. I'm just gonna go first. I'll just cut the middleman out. Give me Rutgers. I don't care. I, I I'm just gonna say this. Indiana left us like a weird taste in my mouth how the game ended last week. It's just hard for me to pick them after that. It, it's it's just not right. I, I wouldn't even feel that right if I was an Indiana player either. So moving forward, Rutgers. Yeah, let's move forward on this. This was kind of a joke, you know, good old, uh, you know, misdirection. But uh, look, Indiana, I was not super impressed with them, uh, even though they won. You know, I mean, it just, you know, all right. You know, they didn't have a ton of, you know, huge plays. It, 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 if you look at the game on paper, that wasn't like an overwhelmingly great Indiana performance. Um, so yeah, no, give me Rutgers to uh, cover this. You're throwing Indiana way too many points. Rutgers. Ty? I concur. I, I don't know anything about these teams. I'm going to assume they're relatively, uh, even. Um, I honestly, it has nothing to do with, with y'all's picks or, or y'all's analysis. Cause I guess you guys watched some of either one or both of these teams. Uh, but yeah, the second I saw the line, um, you know, it's, it's double digits, uh, at the other place. So I'm going to go with, with Rutgers here, but nothing, nothing would surprise me uh, mostly because I have no clue what's going on. That's fair. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I think we've ever mentioned the word Rutgers on this podcast. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to the actual big 10 game of the week. A little uh, less exciting. Uh, oh, this line is exciting. This, this is a tasty treat of a line. Number three, Ohio State at Penn at number eighteen, Penn State, uh, six thirty ABC. Ohio State's favored by thirteen and a half in Happy Valley. No whiteout because obviously no people there. Ty, uh, how are you feeling about the Buckeyes? Give me Ohio State. They're, they're the best team in the Big Ten. Obviously, uh, not trying to like uh, you know like simp form or anything. Uh, I think their their coaches. A good coach. He looks like Mr. Beaver from uh, the Beaver from Chronicles of Narnia, um, <laughs> in the most respectful way possible, uh, because he's a good coach. Uh, but he does. Hey, you laugh, but pull up a picture. I know Bro, exactly what you. Podcast loves um, Chronicles of Narnia, and, and I absolutely love the fact uh, that he has just immediately taken over the reins and continued. I know it has nothing to do with this game because Penn State is just always overhyped, but. I love the fact that he's going to absolutely hammer Michigan this year um, and maybe get Harbaugh fired. I think that's hilarious as well. Uh, but, yeah, give me Ohio State here. Easy. I'm sorry for laughing there. I just looked up Mr. Beaver. <laughs> Remember, no, doesn't he look like him? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, anyways. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it simple here. I, I don't – I'm not a big fan of Penn State this year at all. They looked – rough against Indiana. That was a game where both teams looked meh. Um, so, yeah, look, no fans, no wideout. Um, look, the, the Happy Valley just isn't the same. This isn't, this, isn't, this isn't going to be a close game. Ohio State's going to win this one. 
And look, even if it is kind of close going into the third, Ohio State will just turn on the Jets and beat them by two, three touchdowns or so. So give me the Bucks here. James, hold up. Did you guys can y'all see me? Sorry, sorry, I just got a visitor. Jameson got a dog. Okay, so um, moving forward with this, uh, you know, Penn State. (laughs) Thank you, Ashley. Here's here, Ivy. What do you think? But uh, um, Penn State's big thing with this season moving forward, you know, is going to be like Micah Parsons. You know, he was one of the best defensive players in the nation, if not the best, um, and he was going to be their dominant force. He opted out this season. Ohio State, their best player is in the game. Um, two touchdowns spread, even though it's in Happy Valley. Like Bobby said, I would probably pick Penn State if they allowed fans in their t- in their stadium just because of the atmosphere, and you never know what you're going to get with Penn State. Um, but Ohio State's too good. Um, the atmosphere is not going to take them down. Um, and I think Justin Fields gets them a two touchdown win. So I'm I'm not I'm not feeling as great as Ty did, did with this, but I could see a 14 point win here. Yeah, I, I just it. It's it's a thirteen point line with Ohio State. How can you turn that one down? I have yeah, I have no idea why this isn't fourteen point five. I probably just got it at a good time. On it's at, it's yeah. at twelve and a half right now. Oh, that's really I, surprising. Really surprising. People are loading on the Nittany Lions. Dang. All right, moving on to our next game. Welcome oh. to the pod, folks. We got some weird, mediocre Big Twelve action. Number sixteen, Kansas State at West Virginia. The the Wildcats are not favored. Of West Virginia is favored by Tree Fitty at home. This is an 11 a.m. kickoff on ESPN two. What's going? I, I triple checked this, y'all. I, I swear. I'm, I'm for the yeah. This I, is I just going to re spark our West Virginia travel debate. Well, I guess, yeah, the reverse West Virginia travel. Well, because uh, West Virginia is used to traveling. So but now far. they're at home. But now they're other, at home. Yeah, but other teams are not used to traveling so far. So, like, so it's the reverse. Like, like the, the effect of the travel, but I think West Virginia mitigates their, their sort of getting used to the travel by apparently flying in full pads uh, <laughs> with the lights off inside the plane. <laughs> Uh, According to the athletic department. Yeah, and like a tiny Cessna. (laughs) Athletic departments. Nobody cares about your, you know, fancy, you know, photo shoots before the game. Nobody. It's weird. Just stop. Especially if you change your uniform every week. We don't need to see the combos. Just surprise us. Anyways, Jameson, are you taking the cats here? Do you think something's fishy with this line? Yeah, and it, it it does. It does kind of feel weird. And here, and you want to know why? It's because both these teams are extremely weird. You know, like West Virginia, they have you know the Steelers brothers in the D line. They have you know Daggy's played decent this season. I understand versus Kansas, he kind of played pretty bad. But you know, like they got an all right team. K State, I have no idea what to think of them. You know, they played a really good game versus Kansas last week. I don't know. I really don't know this game. Really, really hurt. So last time I saw a line that just didn't make any sense to me, I, I picked the obvious side, and Liberty whacked Syracuse. I'm going to pick West Virginia here. Um, I know that just sounds weird, but to be completely honest, my reasoning on this, I know to go a little long, is OU needs some magic. They need some K-State losses moving forward, and this is a game we really need, and OU gets really lucky with um, games on the side, so I could just see this happening. So I'm going to do West Virginia minus three and a half. Do not feel good one bit at all because it looks where it's obvious for its K State. 
Yeah. Hey, no, I, I totally agree. It certainly feels weird. I don't feel great about picking Kansas state here, but I'm going to, because I think they're a solid team. Um, and look, even if they lose, I, I could see it being like a, you know, a West Virginia last second field goal. It's going to be tight. Uh, so give me the better team, you know, with an over, you know, um, you know, I, I guess over a field goal, you know, spread, I'll take it, you know? Um, so give me the cats here. I don't know if that made any sense, but uh, you know, maybe I'm taking the bait, maybe I'm taking the poison, but you know what, with a good coach like Chris Kleiman, yeah, I, I could see this happening. So give me K-State to win on the road. Yeah, I have, I have no clue. I, I feel like our, our perception is, is obviously skewed by losing to this team that against us didn't really, you know, look that unimpressive. They, they were fundamental against us and that's why they beat us. Um, so I don't, I think that I think, and it concerns me that I think this, but I think that K-State is the easy pick here. I am also surprised by, by this line because West Virginia has just been so inconsistent. I think we've seen maybe two quarters of football this year where it's what they truly could be. Uh, their absolute ceiling, like the fourth quarter against Kansas uh, is a great example. Um, well, I think it was the third quarter maybe because they, they give up that long touchdown. I'm not sure. Late in the game it, against Kansas, uh, there was at least a quarter of, of really solid football where they pulled things together. Um, K-State, I haven't really watched any of outside of the OU game, but I think that K-State is is the move here. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. You know, they just find a pretty way to get things done. Uh, that went against TCU, I think, is uh, good evidence of that. Moving on to, I guess, our weekly rollout. Iowa State at Kansas, 11 a.m. kickoff on FS1. The Cyclones are favored by 28 and a half. I hate that half point, but let's uh, let's pick it. So, Ty, is this too many points for Iowa State to uh, beat Kansas by? I really feel like it is. I, I really feel like it is. I I hate Kansas. We know that I hate Kansas, uh, but they are. I just want to double check. Just before I say anything final, I want to pull up how they are against the spread this year. Kansas. Um, so Kansas. it looks like they are. They've won twice, right? Against they, the spread. Yeah. Is that right? I don't know. They, they screwed us. They screwed us against West Virginia. I we picked you. every game. We had. So, so they they yeah. lost the Coastal. Go Jameson. So, okay, I'm pulling up. So Kansas is oh according here we go. Here we go. Pick Center. It says they're 0 and five against the spread, but that you know they probably had some. Some close lines. Oh, yeah, they had some weird lines because I know they covered West Virginia. Mm -hmm. It's Coastal. uh, They lost to Coastal, lost to Baylor. And then. Yeah, so they they have only one. They beat West Virginia. They beat West Virginia. Mm. West Virginia is the only line they've they've covered. I just don't see Iowa State beating someone by this many points, even Kansas. Uh, I we we really plan out our picks before Iowa State. Iowa State just for the brands. Iowa State just for the brand. Even if I, I did be- research, there's no way you could you could do this. I I gotta go with Iowa State. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah, Iowa State. 
I, I'm going to go with the Cyclones as well, just because. Look, I, I know they are. I, know. <laughs> I see. I see the look <laughs> on Jameson's face. <laughs> he, he's ready. Jameson's ready. <laughs> Iowa State doesn't. You know, they're not flashy. They they don't. You know, really explode. But neither does Kansas State, and they easily took care of the Jayhawks. Look, this Iowa State team is going to run over KU. Like, it's gonna be. It's gonna be brutal. It's gonna be. It's going to be a slaughter fest. So I'm picking the Cyclones. But now we have to ask Jameson what he's going to do because this is where it gets interesting. Okay. I really wanted to pick Kansas saying this line. Obviously, we all have this dilemma, you know. But here's the deal. Fading Kansas has just made my life so much easier recently. I don't have the stress. Uh, I don't have to worry about them covering and everybody's against me. It hurts. It hurts. But here's the deal. I just picked West Virginia to cover that K-State game, and I feel really weird now picking Kansas whenever Kansas State looked really good versus Kansas. That would just be very counterintuitive. But Kansas is counterintuitive, guys. Plus 28.5. I'm back on. You can't pick red every single time you roll that roulette wheel. They'll always get you once. You got to sprinkle in a black. Yeah, okay, but okay. If they're going to get you once, then why wouldn't you just continue to pick red knowing that you're only going to have one loss? But let me tell you something, Ty. You're out here chasing the dragon around. It's it's 50-50 shot. It's a 50-50 shot. You know what? Not Sometimes the 50-50 shot. You just got to throw the rock in the river. You just got to throw the rock. Here's here's my actual Here's my actual That's um, not how math works. No, this is no I under, I completely understand. Here's my thing. <laughs> I, I, I think I think Iowa State is going to milk this game. I think Brees Hall, you know, they're just going to run the ball a lot it's going to take a lot of time off the clock um and if Kansas can get a couple slot uh oh i'm lagging can y'all hear me fun good yeah you're good oh you're good did i you're cut good. out Jim, yeah no you, you, you're not choppy, but just keep yeah you're good. Good. good yeah you're good okay so yeah i think i i, th- I think that iowa state's gonna milk the clock i think it's gonna go and if kansas can get a couple of slop touchdowns i think they can cover um but this is not this is not a good game. I'm just throwing I'm just throwing my back self back in the trash. Maybe I might find something good. <laughs> you had your one game. You had your one game with that Puka uh, punt return. That's all you're gonna get. But hey, I gotta say, didn't you did you not feel more excited about that than you did? I don't know some random cover. You know, te- like I don't know uh, Texas Tech covering against whoever. You know, or just some Definitely. game you didn't care about. It, it's a thrill when you when you go with the Jayhawks and they pull it off. So I, I, I get you. Okay. Um, moving on to our next matchup. It's the battle of Blake's teams, TCU at Baylor. I don't know if you can call it the revivalry anymore. Cause both of these Ooh. teams are garbage. Uh, so it's the unrevivalry. It's unrevivalry. Uh, two thirty, ESPN two frogs favored by three on the road. Uh, Jameson. Do you think the frogs get this done at the uh, big old toilet seat? No, I, I did not see anything out of TCU that I'm happy about moving forward. Really, nothing. Um, Baylor's at home. That's really the only reason I'm taking a plus three. There's there's nothing more to it. I did not see a single reason why I should be confident in TCU moving forward. Hey, that's that's totally fair. But I got to say this. I am not confident in Baylor at all. Dave Aranda is looking more and more like a permanent defensive coordinator to me. Uh, against Texas, he he punted, I believe, uh, within the forty yard line two or three times. Uh, just it, 
some wild, horrible coaching decisions. This Baylor team just doesn't have the zip it did last year. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's quite obvious that the Bears are just not that great of a team. I think they're probably they're, – they're very well might be the ninth best team in the Big 12 next to KU. So uh, give me the Frogs here to win on the road. Um, that's just kind of how it is. TCU also didn't impress me, but you know what? I, they're not garbage like Baylor is. And that might bite me in the ass, but hey, I, I'm sticking with the frogs. Yeah. Ty. I don't know. I don't know. It's so Baylor, they're they're both trash, like we've established. Uh TCU seems to me like the players also just don't care. Uh Baylor generally I feel like they care about home games at least. I don't know if it's gonna matter though. This is a rough one. Um, I'm going to go with Baylor just to annoy Chris. If I can get TCU, you know, on the road, you know, to get a, uh, you know, a solid, you know, being the outlier, I'll take it. I'll take the outlier here because, you know, I don't have to this say something wild. One, yeah. I don't have to say something wild, like it'll be cold and they'll win. Or something like that. <laughs> it's it was not the fact that you thought that it would be cold. It's it's the fact that you thought that it would affect a team coming from farther north. Uh, yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. Moving on to our next game. <laughs> the Battle of the Oranges on Halloween. Could it have been it, honestly great color palette game here? Uh you got Texas at Oklahoma State, the two rivals. Uh, of ours. Um, Pokes are number six in the country somehow, uh, failing upwards. Uh, 3 p.m. tilt on Fox. Pokes favored by Tree Fitty once again. Last week, uh, which actually bit a lot of people who uh, picked Iowa State or Oklahoma State because Iowa State got that last second uh, field goal to just narrowly, narrowly get in there. Uh, OSU won by three. Ty, who do you got here? Is it going to be horns up again and a surprise upset on the road, or do um, does oh, the Big Twelve, the, the Big 12's only undefeated team, keep that streak going? I'm riding with the brightest orange here. I think that Oklahoma State. I think all at least since week two, I've been saying that they are the most most legit team in the, the Big Twelve. I don't think anyone in the Big Twelve is legit this year. I think they're the most legit. I think they are by far the front runner uh, for the championship. I think I know that this has been said. I don't know if I've said it, but I know it's been said uh, a couple times now, a couple weeks. Like, oh, this is their first real test. Um, I'm pretty sure one of us said it last week, uh, but this is this is really their their biggest test, obviously. Uh, but I think. I think it could go either way, but I think that this one, I know you guys disagree with my, my tree pity being the pick the winner, but I think that Oklahoma state wins this one and I'm comfortable with them being at home with this being a, a tree fitty line. Yeah. Yeah, I, absolutely. Uh, I like OSU a lot, especially with Spencer Sanders and uh, looks very solid against Iowa state. I was not super confident in them. Uh, this is going to be a tough game for the for the Cowboys. Uh, Texas, you know, coming off that Baylor win, 
You know, they, they, they want to build some momentum here. It's not all lost for them. They're still technically in the exact same seat we are in, in terms of uh, trying to qu- uh, climb back in, you know, make something of their, you know, maybe get a conference championship. But that being said, I think OSU is just a, a cut better. I don't think they lose here um, just because I, I, they're, they're a good team. And I know that's the worst analysis in the world, uh, but I just I, – I like the pokes. I, I, I think they have more to play for. I think they have that extra energy, and you know, um, Sanders I think definitely puts them over the top here and uh, makes them a better side than what we've seen so far. I think they'll keep this momentum rolling, get another win. Um, that tree fitty line is going to be tricky. I don't feel good about this. This is a bit of a coin flip, but, yeah, give me the pokes. Yeah, OSU, they they proved it for Iowa State. I feel like, yeah, it was kind of a backdoor cover for Iowa State, but Oklahoma State did really well that game. You know, Spencer Sanders did not get split um, quarterback time. <laughs> like like Mike Gundy alluded to, that might have just been, you know, fake news. Uh, but honestly, <laughs> yeah, you like that. Um, <laughs> uh, but here's the deal. Like, <laughs> oh, it took me a second to realize how meta that was. <laughs> um, uh, so Oklahoma State looked really good. I've been really impressed with them. So, but wrong horns. <laughs> we haven't had enough this episode. You Everyone's even nodded during my take. Enough. No one oh my goodness. has thrown some flair into this episode, and I've got it. Isn't this just sound like the stereotypical pokes choke whenever they are, like, clearing away the tip-top and Texas is back, but it actually was just a game that didn't matter because OSU is just, you know, they're good, but it's just, like, it's COVID year, and come on. Like, this just it just smells of that. And plus, I get a plus tree fitty. I'm going to go with Texas here. Look, while it does reek of a poke choke, and I think it's coming at some point, I just don't think it comes against Texas. That's too, it's too big of a game. I, I think I think OSU actually will get up for this team, but also isn't afraid of the Longhorns. They've been historically very great against Texas in the past decade. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely have uh, the Horns number. Um I, I believe last year was one of the first times in years that they lost to him. Uh, so yeah, no, give me the, uh, I, I already said that, but I just, yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I eventually just not yet. It's coming. It's, I, yeah. it's, you can, you, it's like, you know, this, this feels like getting the Christmas stuff out a little too early. I, yeah. But, I both fully agree with Jameson's entire take, but then also disagree only because it's the COVID year. Oklahoma State has been the only team in the Big 12 that has been consistent so far, you know, knock on wood. But I I don't think they've really been, like, I don't think that it is, like, their year, like they're claiming. I think it is, but only because they're the only ones playing at their level consistently. Everyone else, OU, Texas, way too wildly, you know, fickle and inconsistent. So I agree with Jamison's take, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, and, I, yeah, I totally confident. Yeah, and to be fair, you know Texas doesn't have a Brees Hall who uh, can really tear them up on the in the running game like uh, Iowa State did. You know, uh, so anyways, let's move on to the main event: Sooners at Red Raiders. Spooky stuff always happens at Jones AT and T Stadium. Um, will it happen this year? Let's find out. Sooners back in the top twenty-five, sliding in at twenty-four. This is a seven o'clock game, nighttime on Fox. 
OU favored by two touchdowns. So, Jamison, I'll let you start. How weird does this game get? Does OU cover? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, I this is this is totally a weird game. Uh, I just don't trust Knights in Lubbock. It's as simple as that. It just feels weird. It really does. Um, and just something about Columbia. I I don't know. I, I I'm gonna go OU minus fourteen. But this this could be a weird one. I really wish I could give you better um, analysis on this one. But expect weird things. Yeah, I I think you, you just can't trust Texas Tech. You know at home, just too weird. There, there are too many variables involved. Um, this is the case every year. OU always has a tricky time with them. Uh, I think OU gets a win. Don't get me wrong. But 14 points with, you know, a lot of weird stuff going on. Tech play gets up for these big games. They've, um, they're, they're just a different team at Jones AT&T Stadium. Having this uh, actual night game going, they'll be, it'll be bumping. So give me this. Give me Texas Tech to cover, but a OU to win. So I, I think it'll be. This is going to be a very big test for uh, another great test for Rattler and the OU offense. Uh, knowing Tech, they'll probably let you know the entire crowd in for some reason. But this isn't. This isn't a dog wearing a ghost costume. This is a. This is a solid team. So give me. I mean, not a solid team. They. <laughs> They're going to cover this. Okay. Okay. I'm going to stop now. I'm going to stop now. Ty, you, you go ahead. Is this a, is this the first time everyone picks tech? I or, picked OU. Uh, I just picked OU. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I thought you picked um, tech. Sorry. No. I no. So, um, first off, Bobby's right. Tech is not a dog wearing a ghost costume. Uh, tech is a dog wearing a ghost costume with a collapsed lung. Um, <laughs> and COVID in the other one. Uh, just wheezing away. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, and it's a three-legged dog. <laughs> Anyways, Kick this man uh, out of here. Oh, no. Um, I think, I like I said in the, you know, the pod earlier this week that we recorded, 20 minutes ago, uh, <laughs> I could see Tech winning this by four touchdowns. Like, no, like nothing would surprise me with OU this year. Um, Tech's quarterback, um, Sonny Cumby, is from Hollywood, Florida. So that <laughs> is something to factor in. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a shootout. I don't want to do this, but I think that OU covers. I should not have said that, but yeah, I think OU wins, OU covers, uh, but I think it'll hopefully be a high-scoring game because I think those are fun. Wow, you guys are a bunch of homers. Jeez. I think it'll be. Bobby picks against (laughs) OU once. (laughs) Starts throwing out the homer word. I don't know. Uh, It's going to be interesting, and honestly, it's uh, going to be a weird week. I kind of like how our picks uh, have um, kind of sorted out so far because, honestly, shoot, you know, this could cause a lot of movement in the standings. But we still have the game that separates the wheat from the chafe, the men from the boys, the winners from the losers. That is the wild card where usually most of us are losers. But (laughs) a lot of opportunity. And – I think I've honestly come to a point where 
uh, I've realized, you know, hey, I keep blowing this opportunity by picking dumb teams. I think Jameson probably feels the same way. I went with Pitt. I went with Pittsburgh last week. Horrible move. That was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I said Pittsburgh not only would cover, I said they'd win. They lost by 30. Disaster. Bobby, Jameson, I'm, yeah. Jameson kept picking a team because their mascot probably does rails. Uh, and they, that, that, to be fair, that one actually almost covered uh, despite, <laughs> that, despite those Mormons having zero class. So I, I think it's time for me. To, I, I think it's time for me to grow up and start making good picks. And there's no team that has been better to me than the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Yeah, Coastal. So they they not just covered but beat uh, Kansas on the road. Wow. Then they went. Beat wow. <laughs> They win uh, as, as dogs, Kansas. And then they beat Louisiana on the road as dogs. So give me Coastal Carolina to beat Georgia State on the road. I believe it's a five-point line. Uh, you can take whatever line. They're going to cover it. They're going to beat them because the Chanticleers are automatic. I don't know. Jameson, what, what, what are you line you got on that? I believe it was five. Let me double check. Oh, I, I'm seeing minus two and a half, brother. I'll go with two and a half. Hey, yeah. uh, that's cool. Me, that's you two. Check of- other places. I don't know if you've been checking on Ty's Odd Shark. Uh, I, th- I think their yeah. line last week was <laughs> those sneaky wild Odd Shark lines. Yeah. Well, I, you know, the minus two and a half. You know, it's a good line. You know, Georgia State's a good team, so I see it. I see that line making sense. Okay, moving on to me. Uh, here's the deal. Bobby keeps saying you got to pick the you got to pick the real teams. You got to pick the teams that give you give all the positives. But here's the deal: right, Do you like to give up on the things you love? You Don't know, do it. <laughs> <laughs> you never should ever give up on your dreams. Ever, no. never. Broke. No. <laughs> <laughs> Boko is playing another late night game. This time it's seven. I think the two hour difference is going to be a big deal in their home playing Louisiana. <laughs> oh no, Jason can't even get through it. But I'm not going to do it. Oh man, I can't do it. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But here's the deal Boko has not looked good at all. They haven't looked. They haven't looked good. They scored They scored a touchdown at the beginning of the game versus BYU last week. I thought it was great. Went to sleep, woke up. Absolute something happened bad. Boko has only won one game this year, and I've never actually won with him. I just really like Ty's description of him whenever he won on their cover, and it's just been downhill for me. They've never done anything for me. There's no dream there. It's just sad. So, like I said, I need to pick another team, and I tried that with Ole Miss. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, listeners, please donate a penny to help Lane Kiffin pay his fine. <laughs> please, please <laughs> donate it to our and, and here's our anchor ad for Lane Kiffin's fund. <laughs> every, every listen of this podcast will go right into our anchor fund, where we will set it up for Lane Kiffin. Yeah, we should do, okay. we should do a fake commercial for that. James, so, keep going. so I I have to pick another team, and. And I started looking. I go, there's no fun teams. I'm sorry, I'm taking a long time, but I'm looking. I'm looking at all no, these. No, it's okay. 
and I just can't find anyone I, I just can get behind. I feel great about, you know, and then I start crawling back to Boko some more. I start <laughs> crawling back to Boko some more. It's like a thriller movie. And then I go, you know what? I kind of liked this Temple team. I really didn't like Tulane. Um, you know, but they're on the road. I just, I just don't want to do it. Oh, but Boko, you know, Boko's at home. You know, Boko is 16 and a half point dog. But Louisiana's mad because they just lost to Coastal. You know, and then I finally came upon it. You know what? It doesn't have to be a team that you love. We can find that next week. Let's just find a legitimate. Michigan State. They were absolutely embarrassed by Rutgers. But this is a rivalry game. This is a rivalry game. They go to Ann Arbor. They play Michigan. I just don't think that they're just going to get waxed by 24 and a half. Come on now. I, I just got to go Michigan State plus 24 and a half. It's a rivalry game. It, I understand there's, there's nothing good here. But I'm sorry. I just mi- – Mer- I mean, oh, my God, I can't even say. Minnesota's defense looked abysmal to me. Um, and I just, I just want to see more. Michigan State plus 24 and a half. Um, try to use my brain here. Uh, I understand that it's laughable, but let's move on. Uh, hey, that's fine. I totally get it. I think what just occurred I, – I, I honestly think what just occurred, uh, listeners – um, is Jameson has a let me wait for it to scroll back along here an abysmal 23 and 30 record, yeah. Um, and he's being blown out of the water by my absolutely dominating 27 and 26 record. Okay. And I think he just tried to filibuster the podcast, uh, <laughs> to, to prevent me from picking, uh, maybe to get himself another win. Um, which if he was trying to do that, that would be a good decision because I'm going to be an absolute piece of shit this week and pick with the powerhouse against the spread, BYU. And, I, okay, I'm not picking this. Okay, it's a it's a 28.5-point mm. line, so I don't want to hear shit about this. If you're picking anyone above 28 or, yeah, above 28 on a line, I think it doesn't matter how mismatched the teams are. They're playing the Western Kentucky uh, Hilltoppers, I believe. But here's the important thing. BYU... 6-0 and against the spread. Western Kentucky, 0-6 against the spread. It's so good. And the best part is, we saw it last week, BYU is merciless. <laughs> a fake, a faking a punt when you're up by as much as they are as late in the game. It was legitimately outside both of the cover. Yeah, outside of the BCS era is ruthless. That is ruthless, and I love it. And Western Kentucky now has to go to Salt Lake. I'm assuming they're in Salt Lake. I think that's the only populated town in Utah. Um, huh? It's oh, Provo. Provo. I thought you said Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Congrats so on naming me, Utah City. <laughs> give me BYU minus 28 and a half. It's, it's, it's too easy. Western Kentucky is allowing like 28 points per game and only scoring like 10 a game themselves. BYU is averaging 45 points a game and only allowing 14. Perfectly matching up on all the stats and the fact that BYU is going to be out there running four verticals with two seconds left up by 35. So give me BYU. That's a really good pick. Uh, I I like that a lot. BYU has been an absolute wagon this year. And like you said. They think they're going to the playoffs. I don't think I don't know and about they that. Might, they might. Some other teams could could cannibalize, or some other conferences potentially. 
if their schedule is better, yes, but they couldn't control it. It's tricky. It, we really need an expanded playoff, honestly, for this year, at least this year, because BYU is a team that could actually, I think. I no, know. I don't think so. I, I think they would absolutely. I think they would absolutely get embarrassed in the first round, like they're Oklahoma. But I think that I think they could make it. They would actually be worthy of that fourth spot of getting blown out, but. Oh, you will get it somehow. Oh, you will. Oh, you will find a way. You'll be like, ah, December again. Okay. Uh, anyways, good takes, um, and you know, great entertainment there by Jameson. I, I love how how Blake is completely at the whim of random number generators and dice, and sometimes gets better wild cards than me and Jameson at times. But Jameson just didn't turn to the light. Um, I mean, it could have gone worse. He pulled a quadruple corso there and went back and forth on the Boko. But um, I just wanted y'all to like envision what actually was going through my mind earlier because I, no, said, I like it. Yeah. Mm, I love good. the, I love when we go like that, especially on the wild cards. Half yeah. the fun in the wild cards is just picking the game, like picking what game to pick. Yeah. Especially if you get real weird with it too. It's, it's where you get to be weird with sort of the, the thought process behind picking the game. Because most of us, I think, I think I can speak for all of us when I say that we like pick the game first. Like at least I, I pick the game regardless of what the spread is. Like I just look at the list of games and I'm like, oh, I want this one, and then I look at the spread and like justify it to myself. And I think that we're all kind of doing that, which is why we're so bad in our wild card games. I must not be doing that because I'm one in seven. I look at the spreads only. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest with you. I go straight. I scroll. I go down to Boco. I see 16 and a half Arkansas State. And I go, eh, or Louisiana or whoever the like, It was Louisiana. Believe that. Excuse me. Louisiana. You actually cut out there because of so. Oh, wow. I'm sorry if I've been cutty this cutty. I've been, <laughs> been really no, bad. This not, not, no, it just, it, it, it just uh, doesn't happen that much, but it happened there, which was lucky. Uh, I'm looking forward to picking some Mountain West games later. It'll be fun. So anyways, that has been the weekend spread presented by the Schooner Pod. Guys, thank you so much for joining. Any final thoughts on the week before we head out? Are you asking the listeners or me? I, I good point. Listeners, I this is where you yell to your phone the thoughts. Now, if you are on the locker room app, you could uh, join right in, but we don't do that. We should do that. We should do a locker room for one of these sometimes. Okay. Great app, excellent I don't app. Know what that means. Anyways, it, we'll t- we'll talk about it in post later. But anyways, thank you all so much for listening. We will see you next time. Um, have a good weekend and uh, happy picking. <laughs>